Hi, my name is Theo, and you are listening to Between Two Trains. We bring you the best and brightest entrepreneurs in the North DeKalb area on the 1st and 15th of every month. Today, your co-hosts are Van Pappas and Eric Most. And now, Between Two Trains. Welcome to another edition of Between Two Trains, a business podcast where we bring you the best and brightest entrepreneurs in the North DeKalb area Today, we are back out on the road. It's been a while since we've been on location, but we are at the Ace Hardware in Shambly. And once again, I have my good friend, Eric Moss, is sitting right beside me. Eric, welcome hello, back. Hello, hello. Good morning. Yeah. So here we are. I think the last time we went on the road, you came with me. We did uh, Mad Italian. We got to talk with, with Tom and Shannon over at Mad Italian, great entrepreneurs. And I think we're going to have fun with another great entrepreneur today. His name is Brian Fisk, and he opened a Ace Hardware right here in Shambly Plaza, which was so desperately needed. So, Brian, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. Doing well. Thanks for having me. I really like what you're doing with the show. Thank you. We appreciate that. So, tell us, you know, you have your history is you've been with Ace for a while? Yes, I have. Right. I've uh, been with Ace Hardware my entire working career. So, I've, I've started in high school, and it was the very first job I ever had. So, been, like two years now, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, this is year four, and uh, I'm just following the trajectory that most entrepreneurs do and opening a new store. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, what was that like? Tell us a little bit about the experience of this is the first time you've opened an Ace? This is, yeah. So, I've, I've been with Ace, like I said, for during the early stages of my career, on and off, you know, through college, but... Uh, but in total, I've been with Ace for 25 years. Uh, most recently, I worked with Hills Ace Hardware in Loganville and Winder. Was with them for 15 years, and uh, decided, you know, it's been a lifelong dream and goal to pursue this opportunity to own my own store. And so, um, this past year, I decided that uh, the time was right and jumped out into it. So here we are. So. How, how does it work? Ace is a franchise, or are you an independent, or how, how is the structure at Ace? Yeah, it's, uh, it's often mistaken as a franchise. It's a unique uh, arrangement, I guess you'd say. Ace is a dealer-owned cooperative, which means all of the Ace stores collectively own Ace Hardware, the mothership. So um, the dealers are the only stakeholders in the store, or in the company, rather, and um, we... You know, there's a few things that we have to do similar to what a, uh, a franchise would do as far as, you know, getting to be an Ace store. But uh, once an Ace store, the, the beauty of it is, is you're completely independently owned and operated. And the fact that we're locally independently owned and operated is an even bigger, you know, thing for us in that it allows us to do, you know, basically whatever we want within the store, you know, to kind of cater to the community and, and localize it and make it truly, you know, our own store so so the store you know hopefully over time as as we develop will will show our character and and you know tell you know, be very unique to Shambly. so you you mentioned locally owned and operated so you're here in Shambly? yes so i i uh i, I stay here in Shambly. um how to answer that, you know. Yeah, uh, no, go ahead. Yeah. We, the, the listeners would love to hear <laughs> can we cut that part out? There you can cut can. this part out and start that over? <laughs> <laughs> right. we, can, I, we can edit that part, yeah. right? You can, all right? We can I, cut all that yeah, out. Yeah, let, yeah, me, yeah. let me rephrase sorry, sorry. the question. No, 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 it's fine. I'm sorry. So, um, um, so locally owned and operated, so you're right here in Shambly. 
That is correct. So I, um, I actually live in Walton County, um, but I am, you know, working my way towards Chambly. Uh, my girlfriend lives here in Chambly. She lives in Huntley Hills. Uh, this, she also works here at the store. So uh, she, she and I have a unique relationship, and, uh, but it's been really, really cool, and it's awesome to be sharing my dream with her and to be able to do that. Um, she is uh, a lifelong, you know, resident of Chambly and of Huntley Hills, and um, it's been it's been really cool in that I've gotten the perspective, and having not grown up here, I've gotten a lot of uh, perspective and history about you know not only the neighborhoods around here, but this plaza. You know, we reside in Chambly Plaza, and so uh, to hear the history and know the history of Chambly Plaza has been pretty cool. Eric, I think I already have a hot or not in the hopper just from what he just said. Hot uh, Chambly Plaza. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shambly Plaza is definitely with his girlfriend working here, so we'll we'll get to hot or not later in the show. She's but. hot too, yes. <laughs> it, it could be caliente hot, picante. That's uh... Uh, she just walks by. <laughs> very, very careful how I answer these questions. Right, from here on out. right. She is on the floor working, helping the customers. So, um, so I was speaking about being on the floor. You mentioned you started in high school. Mm-hmm. How many different positions can you hold within the company when you work here? You know, um, the beauty of a small business, and, and I think, you know, of course, entrepreneurs will tell you this, is you wear many hats. Yeah. Well, when we're a small store, and, and I think any Ace Hardware store would tell you this, you know, not only does the owner wear a lot of hats, but every employee does. So even when I was in high school or, or you know, the folks that I have now, or younger staff that I have working for me now or, or a lot of my staff, everybody wears a different hat. So one minute they might be helping a customer in the fastener aisle, the next minute they might be checking that same customer out, you know. So, so there is a... Uh, um, a lot of different positions to be held. Um, you know, I think there's also, I think as you grow with a company, just like any company, there's a lot of responsibility to be gained and, and you know, opportunities to be had. You know what I love about Ace, and not to bash the big box uh, competitors of yours, but it just sort of feels more like, um, you know, you get that personalized service. If you need to answer the phone, we're, we're on the air. Go help for it. We can yeah. take a caller. Yeah, we, this somebody, a, yeah, we, we got a caller coming callers. in. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, what I was saying is, it feels like you get more personalized service. You know, when you're when you walk into an ACE, it's not that big box where there's you know 50 employees and you might uh, you know you might not find someone to help you with what you're looking for here you walk in and you're instantly greeted right absolutely no that's that's one of the things you know if there's if there's three things that that we ace you know just just lay our hearts down on i mean it's it's truly what helps us to compete against these big box stores it's going to be convenience you know the fact that we're right here at the front of a neighborhood or easy to get in easy to get out you know it's the quality products that we sell a lot of different unique products but service is is the cornerstone of it all and and to um you know to be able to you know have a staff that you know acknowledges you as soon as you walk in the door um we oftentimes say you know just like shambly plaza used to be those that are in this community that that know shambly plaza uh, it used to be a place you'd hang out you'd come in you'd go in they'd know you they'd recognize you by face know you by name and that's exactly what we're all about you know we want to know our customers Uh, we know a lot of them already um, we recognize them when they come in, the repeats. You know, we certainly want to make every effort to get to know them. Um, and, and, you know, we want to have those personal relationships. So, But I think the service aspect of it, you know, we're, we're highly trained. We, we go through a lot of training, and I think it's one of those things where you can come in here and get a level of service that you can't get at those, those other stores. And those stores, don't get me wrong, are very, very good at what they do. They're excellent retailers. They're, they're the best of the best, and, and, you know, we compete in their shadows. 
but uh, we definitely feel like we, we have a leg up when it comes to service. Well, now, they, they, being big boxes, uh, you know, they do have a lot of products. Do you ever find yourself in a situation where a customer walks in and because of your size, you know, what, what's the yeah. square footage here? Yeah. How, how many square we're, footage? We're the retail sales floor is right at 12,000 square 12, foot. 12,000 square foot, which is dramatically smaller sure. than the big box stores. Do you find yourself having to ever turn someone away saying, hey, I just don't have that? Or what's your solution to yeah, that? Yeah, we do. And, um, and, and trust me, it pains me to turn people away. I, you know, we hate to tell customers no. Um, and it's not because we're missing another dollar in the register. That's not it at all. It's because we're, we're letting a neighbor down. We're disappointing, you know, somebody that, uh, you know, that's just, it, it hurts us to say no. You know, we want to be that solution. And so, um, but to answer your question, we, we have a, um, you know, we have, a, we have it packed in here pretty tight. So we have a lot, people don't realize, we have a lot more items when it comes to the specialty departments plumbing department, fasteners, even paint department, we have a lot more selection than what Home Depot or Lowe's has. We, we have probably a lot more of the, the breadth, the width of selection, whereas they have more depth. You know, we might only have four cans of a particular primer on the shelf. They'll have 40 cans, you know. Right. So I think, um, you know, but, but it allows us to really fill in gaps. So we have a ton of stuff. Plumbing is a great example of items where they just don't stock it. They, they, they don't have the room to stock it in, in the way they're set up. Um, so not only do we stock those small, hard-to-find items, but we have a staff that knows where to find it and how to use it and how to tell you how to, you know, install it. So it's, uh, it's definitely our, our, you know, our advantage. So, um, But, you know, ACE... We hear Ace a lot of times talk about, you know, Home Depot or Lowe's is more about home renovation. That's where you go if you're, you know, remodeling a kitchen or you're adding on to the house or you need lumber or drywall or building materials. But Ace is where they would come if it's home preservation. You know, they're going to paint the kitchen or they're going to, you know, remodel um, a bathroom and put a new faucet in and, you know, change out a light switch or something. That's, that's where we're at in Excel. And I think, Van you and Brian, you were talking about the service. Could you say that Ace is the place with the helpful hardware <laughs> people? Is that the... Folks. 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 Okay. Used to be man, <laughs> but these days it's on, folks. Right, that's right. And, and uh, absolutely. I mean, helpful is our weapon. That's how we compete. And Eric seems yeah. to get folks. those, those <laughs> yeah. uh, taglines in every episode absolutely. that he does. But that's just it. The Ace brand. It's an iconic brand. Oh, and that it, jingle is an iconic oh, jingle. Everybody sure. knows that. You know, Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. You know, yeah. That's... that's uh, no. It's very effective. And um, looking around here, to your point about the number of SKUs, I mean, how many SKUs do you have in the store? Oh, gosh. We probably have currently around 35,000, um, 40,000. Wow. So just, just, to, just to tell you and describe for the listeners who haven't been in here, you get a 12,000-square-foot store with around 35,000 different products. It's really impressive. You should come in here. I guarantee you find something you want or need. And, and you, can, you could also order stuff, right? If we, you didn't have, if you don't have something, and someone says, "Hey, I really want to buy it." Here. Absolutely, we we have uh, we have access to a hundred thousand items, you know, and I'm talking within potentially 24 hours. You know, we we have a very very good Ace has done a really good job of figuring out the whole special order system. A lot of times, people go into one of the big box stores, and the word special order comes up, and they throw their hands up like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" That takes two weeks. And when we start talking, you know, hey, let's let's see if we can order it. We could have it here tomorrow. If I order it before two o'clock today, it'll be in tomorrow. So, nice. um, and we have an access to, you know, just a, a network of vendors. Not all of them are stocked in our distribution center, but you know, most everything we can have within just a few days. I want to take a second and change gears and talk about being an entrepreneur and what you had to go through. So, tell us, we got we got our banking expert Eric yeah. Moss here from Chase Bank. Tell us what your experience was you know did you have to 
borrow money from ACE? Did you have to privately go out to a bank? How did that work? Right. It's uh, it's been the whole experience has been a blast. I mean, I'm I'm having the you know just having a lot of fun. Um, but but you know with ACE, it, it started as you know obviously I have you know everything I own is on the line. Of course, you know everything I have is is collateral right now. I think I even had a retinal scan done on my dog. Um, you know, it, so I went through the SBA loan process, um, yep. which is which is. Uh, it's it's quite a process. It's Eric, a process. you know that better than anybody. And I think yep. a lot of times I think it's sometimes a vetting process. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's people that fall out because it just gets to be too much. And right. um, um, for for myself, you know, it, it definitely was was a, a lengthy process and you know, crossing all the T's, dotting all the I's. But uh, but it was well worth it. So you know, I have you know essentially, you know, my my entire like I said, life savings and and everything you know against the business and then and then the the bank loan as well. So. Oftentimes people come in, they say, oh, Brian, you're the owner. I'm like, nah, really, I'm just the manager. I'm managing this bank. I'm managing this for the bank, you know. So, All right. but, uh, so how, why, why Chambly Plaza? Obviously, you said your girlfriend lives in Huntley Hills. Yeah. That's right behind Chambly Plaza. Yeah. How did you say, this is where I want to be? Great question. And, and I looked at a lot of locations. And so it started with um, just approaching, you know, Ace Hardware, the new business team at Ace, and, and learning the different locations that were available. And there's a lot of stores that were for sale, which is an easier avenue to get into, you know, if there's buy an existing established business. Um, but, but none of them appealed to me. And then there was other locations that we looked at. And as I was looking, um, I had gotten to know Shambly through, obviously, you know, Stacy and, and being here and going out to dinner and going to the different restaurants and, and learning this community and learning what it was about. And, uh, it absolutely, you know, resonated with me. You know, this community has, you know, just that real strong sense of, of community. And, and um, you know, this is a place where, you know, people become your friend, I feel like. And, and I saw that in, in whether it was a dining experience or a shopping experience or just walking, you know, in the neighborhood. So um, when I saw the plaza and the renovations that were taking place and they were cleaning it up, I, I, we were driving by one day to go to dinner. And I said, you know, Stacy, that's the perfect spot right there. Because some of the other areas I looked at were what I'd call more of a fishbowl community, if that's the right word, where it just felt like people were just swimming by the window, and, and but the, there was never that sense of, you know, just togetherness that this community has. So yeah. uh, that was definitely an appeal. And when I kind of looked at the demographic of it all and, and what, you know, the growth that's taken place, and, you know, granted there's a, a big box store, Home Depot, you know, mile and a half in one direction and Lowe's mile and a half in the other, but, uh, you know, if, if there was a perfect spot for us to be, it's, it's right in between the two. Yeah. So... Um, a lot of our listeners uh, are currently working, and they have aspirations to uh, one day kind of develop some entrepreneurial spirit. How did you approach ACE? How did you develop that conversation, and what recommendations would you have for people who maybe want to broach that conversation? Yeah. I think, you know, for me, it, it may be a little different in that I was already, you know, in the business. I think yeah. sometimes, you know, an entrepreneur uh, – you know, he may work for a big business for a while, you know, might be in a, in a um, executive position, and then they decide, you know what, I'm going to branch out and go open up a franchise. And, and it may be something they don't know anything about that franchise. For me, it was a little different. I knew quite a bit about it, and, and I knew exactly what I was getting into. So um, for me, it was more a matter of um, really just I knew early on that it, this was something I wanted to do I, in my young 20s. You know, I knew that uh, I just kind of had that – you hear him talk about that entrepreneurial spirit and that, yeah. that burning desire to do it and uh, true north something. yeah exactly yeah. and so for me it was it was a matter of you know I, this is something i really want to do and didn't know if i'd ever be able to 
get to that point, you know, financially, it's a, it's a, you know, major undertaking and a big risk, but, but spent my entire life working towards that dream and that goal. And so, um, you know, for any entrepreneur that's out there, I think, you know, obviously the biggest thing is to just, just, you know, keep your eye on the goal, but, but make sure it's something you're passionate about and something, you, you know, know the subject matter. Yeah. So since it's not, since Ace is not a traditional franchise model where, you know, like, Hey, I'm. I've got to pay McDonald's a million dollars to open a franchise McDonald's. What is the relationship with Ace? You know, you said you have to, you know, sign your name to everything for the bank. What <laughs> right. about you know what you have to sign or do with Ace? Do you have to have a certain time frame commitment or? It's a with Ace. It's a fairly you know fairly simple process in the sense of you know there there's obviously there is like everything there's a vetting process and they want to. Um, do the analytics on you know the the area that you're looking at there's there's two ways of approaching it one would be you know to to approach ace's new business team and say hey i'm interested in opening an ace store and they might tell you where the opportunities lie uh the other would be to go to them with what you see as an opportunity and and they'll look into that location as well what's interesting is is when i approached ace about this location i did not know it at the time but there was already an ace hardware store in chambly there Plaza. used to be one used to here be one. Long I, didn't, ago. I didn't know that and fortunately for me they were a, a very well known and a, and a well-run ace store so from my you know i always say it was a fortunate thing for me because we get a lot of people come in and say boy we missed the ace store that used to be here and um it could have been the opposite right they could have been a poorly ran store and the community would have said oh not another ace well that was was during you know i've been here a long time like stacy and uh, that was during the years where shambly plaza was really at its heyday and i believe we're coming back to that heyday we've seen a lot of changes but yeah there was the ace there was a drugstore there was a woolworth's there was uh, Hancock Fabrics. There was yeah. a grocery store. Yeah. It, w- it was a bustling shopping center. And then we had the down years sure. where, you know, after the recession, a lot of those businesses left, and we were left with a lot of vacancy. But I think that's turning around. you got a new uh, tenant coming in just a couple of doors down from you, five below. Correct. Uh, yeah. I don't know how that will help you, but it might. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we obviously have the Crunch Fitness, which has become very popular. It seems like they're taking a lot of the parking lot right yeah you know that that part of the shopping center seems to be always packed with cars and chick-fil-a don't forget that Absolutely. chick-fil-a has been here since a long time ago it was i remember it being here when i was a teenager in the 80s so it's been around yeah. a long time <clears throat> they had <clears throat> excuse me they had an opportunity to purchase their lot after the 08 recession so they actually are technically not part of the shopping center. They own right. their, their parcel separate from the shopping right. center. Now, Chick-fil-A is, is a great business to be directly in front of, and uh, obviously they stay very busy. And, you know, my staff, though, if they listen to this, they're going to roll their eyes when they hear this probably. But I, I use Chick-fil-A as an example. In every interview that, that, you know, somebody came through, I said, you know, when you walk into – you know, some of these other fast food franchises, you always know what to expect, what you're going to get. But when you walk into a Chick-fil-A, there's always just this this difference. You know, you feel it in the atmosphere that's in there. You know, it's just... I think it goes hand-in-hand hand with what you were talking about before with customer service. Absolutely. Chick-fil-A you know, is definitely a customer service-oriented service business. And very, very much so. And, and so they, they just do things a little differently. And, and I've talked a lot about that with our staff, that that's what we want here. When customers walk in, you know, not we're not trying to be Chick-fil-A. Don't, don't mishear me. But we want people to feel a difference when they walk in the door, whether it's the way they were greeted, whether it's the way the store is organized, the cleanliness of the store, 
um, you know, the, the scent that's in the bathroom. I mean, everything, every detail matters, and, and it's all very, very important to us. And, uh, you know, I've got a staff, and I'm very, very fortunate to have the staff I have that, that has bought into that concept. And they are just as bothered by a piece of trash on the floor as I am, and they'll pick it up, you know, instantly. And, and um, you know, it's just it's part of what we do to, uh, to differentiate and be. Well, we're going to have to take a commercial break in one second. Before we do, i got one more question. So you've been with Ace a long time. You worked on the floor a lot. Now that you are the boss and you own the, the store, from a time perspective, how much of your time are you spending running the business side and not necessarily on the floor anymore? Sure. Are you finding that you're less and less on the floor, or is that not the that's, case? That's the biggest challenge, and, and that has probably been the biggest challenge for me in the whole transition, is is you know finding that balance of time between office and floor, especially when you're a brand new business, you know, and you're you're trying to establish yourself. It's in my mind, it's critical that I'm on the floor and and you know teaching and leading and and coaching and uh, and, and meeting the neighbors, and um, you know that's an important thing. And so I'm trying to spend as much time as I can on the floor, and and but there's still back office things that need to be done, and. Fortunately, you know, there's there's tools in place, you know, with, with technology, what it is these days, and, you know, having, uh, you know, I, a lot of my back office is managed through my accounting firm that Ace has partnered with, and so that's that's helpful, um, but it still requires, you know, somebody back there inputting it and putting, you know, putting the numbers together, so uh, that has probably been the, the number one challenge, man. Well, Eric, we're going to take a quick uh, commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to play our fun Hot or Not. I'll let you take the first uh, the first fastball at Brian. Uh, you are listening to Between Two Trains. We'll be back right after this. Looking for an affordable, functional, and creative space to work? Check out 3411 Coworking in downtown Chambly. They have flexible month-to-month office space options that include fiber internet, meeting rooms, printing, coffee, snacks, and networking events. 3411 Coworking is the perfect place for entrepreneurs, remote workers, and small business owners looking for a one-stop shop for your professional needs. Stop by for a tour Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and see how 3411 Coworking can work for you. Welcome back to Between Two Trains. You can listen to us on our website at betweentwotrains.com, or if you're in your car, just pull up your favorite podcasting app, Stitcher, Google Music, iTunes. We're on all of those. So, uh, Eric, we, you got a hot or not for us to start us off? I do. I do. So, uh, customer comes in, and they are not very experienced with home renovation. They have an idea, but they have no way of paving the path to, to get done what they want. Hot or not, is this, do, would, do you recommend help in a contractor or the DIYers? Uh, DIY is, is, is my answer. You know, yeah. obviously we want to, we want to coach that person through it. And I think, you know, a lot of times we can, a lot of these projects are a lot simpler. There's YouTube, there's things that they can reference. There's, there's a lot HGTV, of yeah. HGTV. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of ways that somebody can do that. And so the DIYer that comes in here, we respect, we, I had an 85 year old woman the other day that was fixing her toilet. She was taking the flapper out, putting a new handle in, you know, and 85, and 85. Nice. Um, guesstimation. I mean, she might have been 88. I don't know. But, uh, no, but, but you know, I have admiration and respect for people who try. And, yeah. um, and you know, she was, she was absolutely doing that. And we can coach people through that. We can walk through it. And, of course, we know when somebody's getting uncomfortable. You know, if I'm in the electrical aisle and trying to tell somebody how to wire a switch, you know, I know when to pull back and say, hey, you might just be best off calling an expert on this. So. Right. Nice. 
Yeah, in fact, you know, my wife came in here and you and Stacy helped her with a project that she was doing for our son's room and yeah, with the paint, paint I think. And, yeah. Yep, it was a painting project. It turned out great. Good. All right, so hot or not, you mentioned earlier in the show that your girlfriend works here. Um, typically, we ask the, uh, the hot or not of being married to an entrepreneur, sure. but this is a little bit different. Fair. So, you know, is it hot or not? to have a a family member in this case a girlfriend working with you you yeah, have to see her all day long yeah no it's a great and question and, and uh you know fortunately she and i have a very unique relationship the chemistry is is awesome she's worked in this industry and in this business for several years uh i, I met her through this you know through the industry um so i think you know we have the same interests at heart, and, and so, you know, we, we, we work in the same place, and we have, you know, the same interests, and uh, our, our relationship outside of work is, is very strong as well. So it's, for me, it's been, and for her too, I think, it's been really cool. I think we've, we've really enjoyed the, the, you know, the fact that we're together all the time. I think anybody that's going to date me has to reside in an ace store because that's where I live. But uh, I think um, um, for us, it's, it's, it's working. Um, it can not be hot. I mean, there's. I think anybody that's that's married or, or family in the business could tell you that. We have done a really good job and very intentional about it. You know, of dividing responsibilities, and, and she handles this piece of it, and I'll handle this part of it. And you know, I think that helps. And and at the end of the day, I realize that that you know, it, it still filters through me, but I'm I'm also very you know aware of you know what what contribution Stacy makes to this business, and she's she's. I can say this, I, I probably wouldn't be this far along with where the store is at right now without her. Without so. her. That's yeah. great. That's great. So do your employees ever feel like, you know, awkward because that doesn't come up? I don't think. No, because we do and, and we were we're a very transparent company, very transparent, you know, ownership management. We we told everyone in the in the interview process what our relationship was and, and how it works and I think everybody here respects it and understands it. And um, we we do a very good job of um, you know, of, of, I think most customers come in here may or may not know that we're, we're together, but uh, I think we do a good job of being very professional about it. And even on those days when we're mad at each other, you know, and there, trust me, there's times when I'll say something that will trigger her, but we, we both know, okay, it's time to, you know, to, to go opposite ways sure. and, and, you know, stay focused on the task at hand. So you go down aisle nine, I'll go down aisle three. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking about the aisles. She hot. tells me to go somewhere other than aisle nine. I promise you. <laughs> Okay, well, um, as long as you're the ace of hearts, that's all that matters. That's, that's right. That's right. All right, so Watch speaking that. about aisles, memorizing all the aisles, hot or not for every employee? <laughs> I, I, I'd like to say hot. Yeah. Um, you know who the worst is, at it is in the store? And, and it's me. And, yeah. and that's crazy, isn't it? I mean, I, I helped set the entire store up. I laid the store out on paper. I designed the whole layout. And uh, and I struggle with aisle numbers. I always have my entire career. I've got young ladies up front who you walk in and you say, hey, what aisle is this in? And they'll say, well, that's an aisle seven halfway down on the left. And uh, I'll say, is it seven or is it eight? You know, it's just uh, uh, I, for whatever the reason, numbers, aisle numbers, just I struggle with. But, uh, you know, I can walk you directly to it and, you know, and tell you, you know, it's on the third peg hook. But is that crazy. a trait that when but, you are interviewing these employees that yeah. you try to, I mean, do you try to get that out of them during the interview process? Nah, not, not intentionally. Really. I think, um, you know, for us, and, in, in, you know, and I think you hopefully you see it with the way our staff interacts with you as a customer. The, the biggest trait we look for, you know, is we, we always say we hire for attitude and we will train for aptitude. You know, it's, it's just uh, 
we, we want people who are outgoing and friendly and energetic. And Eric, that's such an entrepreneur it, it, You hear it all the time, that, I know. Man. But it's so true. I love it, though. It's so true. I love and it, it is entrepreneurial, and, yeah. and you've probably heard it a thousand times. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's so true. Like, you know, I, I could have somebody come in here with, with all kinds of plumbing and electrical experience or, or paint experience. But if they're grumpy and they have no personality, it, it does me no good because, you know, it's just not who we want to be. Attitude often determines your altitude in your yeah. career. And you know what the difference is, Van? What? Only one letter. That's right. That's, that's, I like that. That's <laughs> Both nice. of y'all, man, I tell you. Y'all, y'all deep are in here uh, now, y'all deep, it? man. <laughs> I thought this was a podcast about entrepreneurship. <laughs> We're nailing it over here at the Ace Hardware store yes. in Shambly. Yeah. So come on in, and, yeah. and you can uh, get your You can nail it, working. too. We're having fun. We're going to be here for another hour, so yeah. come on in. <laughs> deep thoughts with, with Eric Fisk. <laughs> so uh, hot or not, um, and I'm not sure what, what Ace requires you to do, but we like um, – business plans so hot or not doing a business plan for your business uh hot i would say um when you did you do one when you first started absolutely um and you know ace required it i think even the ace guy said you know really your your ace resume kind of trumps your business plan but we want to see it you know we want to see it and for me it was way bigger the business plan was way bigger for the bank um you know the bank you know, I, I wrote a pretty extensive business plan, you know, and, and I think the the bank um, called me and said, man, your, your business plan looks great. And, and, of course, I went through the interview process. You know, you get an interview with the SBA process. And uh, mm-hmm. I think my I, I would say, without doubt, my business plan helped in that whole process. Is that do you have to deal a lot with that, Eric, at, with, at Chase? With SBA typically requires three years with two years, month to month projections. Yeah. So, so it's it's essential. And, um, you know, the more specific, obviously, I've, I've yet to review and see any business plans that are negative. So they're all optimistic and positive. But I think having a plan is not nearly as important as planning because things change. Sure. We're in a dynamic marketplace. And uh, so that mindset is key. Yeah, I think, you know, and you're absolutely right. And, and, you know, we might put a plan down on paper that was written a year ago this time. But uh you know, things are changing, and things are changing every day. And Does we, Ace want you to come back to them on a yearly basis or something? Or no, or I, I don't think. you're up think, and running, you know, so. I think if we were, there's there's no nothing written that we have to do that. Yeah. Clearly, if we were a struggling store that, you know, was, was, you know, not making it, I think there would, you know, have to be some meetings and, hey, what are we going to do to right the ship? But, uh, you know, I think overall. Uh, having a plan, and I think having a plan, whether it's a business plan or, or, or a daily plan or a weekly plan or a monthly plan is, is critical. You know, I think you've got to, you know, as an entrepreneur, we wear a lot of hats, and, and you guys know this as well as anybody, and, and you know, I can fill my whole day up with things to do. There's always something to be done. It's, it's, it's really it's about focusing on the things that really matter, you know, and, and so being able to prioritize and put the plan together for what matters today or what matters this week or, or you know, this year even so how about hot or not sharing your financials with your employees that's a uh, it's always a mixed review right i uh i think it's hot and i think it's a good idea um again we're a transparent company so we will share well we share everything right down to the to the penny at the bottom maybe maybe not i haven't even determined that to be honest with you but we do share a lot of metrics that are measurable like our let's say our sales per customer or our you know, our percentage of customers that are Ace Rewards customers, you know, and because those are things that our employees can have a direct impact on. 
Um, you know, obviously. Do you do any kind of contests around Ace's, that? Hey, we, we who, do, yeah. yeah whoever we do. can we, sell the most. We've got one most. ongoing right now yeah. with, with Ace Rewards, yeah. And I think, um, you know, Ace, the CEO of Ace, the, the, the Ace Corporate, um, you know, he, he's been quoted oftentimes as saying, you know, in business we keep money or we keep score with money. Um, and and that's you know there's there's nothing to be ashamed of there. That's we're in business to, to make to make money, make a profit. Um, and I and I tell our employees the same, you know. So I don't think it's it's anything to, to be ashamed of or, or you know to be bothered by. Because um, at the end of the day, that you know our success, you know how much money we we can revenue we can generate or how much profit we have at the end of the year or not have. Hopefully that's not the case. But um, I think. You know, it's it's what we can do with that. You know, it's the platform. How do we use this store as a platform to you know to give back to the community, to you know provide better opportunities for our employees, whether it's through pay raises or, or you know advancements or whatever it is. Um, that all comes through keeping score with money. And with this model, community-based model, the you know success of the revenue is indicative of how many people in the community you've helped right, right. and you serviced. We have, and, and that's one thing you asked, you know, qualifying employees, and, and I think, you know, the one thing that I love to see on an employee's resume, um, you know, and, and it's, it's near and dear to me, it's huge, is, you know, it's almost, you know, I look for folks that are, have been in positions or roles, whether that, that are of, you know, that kind of indicate they would have a servant's heart, you know, did they volunteer at the church, did they, did they do things out, extracurricular outside, you know, of, of work, you know, as far as what they do to... To, to better the community because you know that's truly who we want to be that we're, we're about you know we feel very strongly that that I feel as an entrepreneur and, and owning this store in this community is you know that the, probably the most gratifying and fulfilling thing for me is to add value to this community whether it's through helping the 85 year old fix her toilet or whether it's you know giving back you know outside the community to help the Chamber Police Department with an initiative they're doing whatever it may be so yeah, in fact, you you did that we just did. to give yeah, a plug during the, the holidays, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah. We we uh, we participated. Um, it was something that was Stacy and, and her daughter Claire wanted to do, and uh, we wanted to help the homeless the homeless community here in Chambly. And it was very very important. One of the pre qualifiers we had to do that was whatever we raise, whether it's money, food, clothing, whatever it may be. Uh, we want to make sure that it stays in this community and it just doesn't get pushed down the road somewhere in Atlanta. And uh, that's great. And, and so Shambly Police hooked us up with an organization that did that, and we partnered with them on it. And it was it was awesome to do that. It's something we'll do every year from here on out, and, and we'll do a lot more things, you know, along those lines. That's great. Well, fortunately, we are out of time. We've come to the end of our show. So, uh, Eric, thank you once again for coming on the show, and uh, Brian, you know. Any parting words you want to tell people? We, everyone knows where you are, right? Come Let's in and so. say hello um, to Brian. You know, if, if you're listening to this and you don't know where we are, we're located in Shambly Plaza, um, just next to Chick-fil-A, as we referenced earlier. Uh, by all means, please come check out our store. We, we, uh, we want it to be something different. This is truly a community store, so when you come in here, if there's something you see that we don't have or don't see that you wish we had or a particular brand of dog food, whatever the case, uh, that's the beauty of local ownership. You can tell us, and we can have it within a day or two. You know, we, we truly want to cater to the community. And uh, if you come in here, I think a lot of people think hardware store. They just think it's, you know, a bunch of aisles full of nuts and bolts nuts and, and plumbing bolts, yeah. and, and that. And uh, I think if you come in here, you'll see that we have a huge gift section. We've got local products. We're, we're tying to the local community. We have local nut butters behind you there, Van. We have local... Uh, Sauces and rubs and jams and all kinds of fun stuff. We have a big you know, gift department. Look at department. that. You know striplings? Um, have you it, heard of striplings? striplings? We're, we're, 
Striplings is a, uh, a really cool product. They're out of South Georgia. Yeah. Uh, their beef jerky is what what I love the most about them. But, I'm surprised my wife great. hasn't picked some up because yeah. you know she's from the area where Striplings is. So yeah. She may not know that. She'll be listening to this and being here the next yeah. day. <laughs> Well, thanks again, Brian, for coming on the show. And uh, thank you to all our listeners for listening to us. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another great entrepreneur. Thank you, guys.